0: Welcome back to The Backbeat. In this short episode, I chat with Josh Walker from local rock band Stuck Out about their new EP, the process and meaning behind it, the niche of the Australian music scene, collaboration and inspiration, and of course, his Aussie faves. I caught Josh at work, and we did have a whole intro recorded, but that seems to have somehow corrupted. So here I am. Stuck Out have just yesterday released their new EP, Lie Through Your Teeth, and tonight have their EP release show at Stay Gold, so I hope to see some few friendly faces there. Enjoy this short chat and we'll be back with full episodes soon enough. You?
1: G'day, g'day, good thank you. I'm pretty pretty glad to be back.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, especially in Melbourne at the moment, yeah. Um, <laughs> the new EP comes out this Friday, Lie Through Your Teeth. Um, this episode will actually be coming out the day after, so this Saturday. Um, but how all, how are you all feeling about the new EP and everything?
1: Uh we are very stoked to finally be able to get this out into the world. We are we recorded this Way back in February before, you know, COVID was even a thing in Australia, we actually finished the final vocals on it the week before Melbourne went into its first lockdown. So yeah. we've kind of been, yeah, we've been sitting on it and just waiting and biding our time until we could kind of put it out in a, in a place where hopefully it g- gives it the best, uh, best run that it deserves.
0: For sure. And you've probably answered this a bunch already, but just coming from you in your own words, what is the EP actually about?
1: Uh the E P is basically just a look at all these different situations that it does involve lying and distrust and dishonesty, um and just kind of all the different relationships that it, it affects and the consequences and um how I guess people react from a from a human perspective to those those situations.
0: Okay, cool. Some pretty sort of a little bit a little bit serious then
1: yeah a little bit a little bit serious it's a bit emo but um but uh yeah yeah it's just kind of a a look into that the human psyche of it I guess
0: right and I saw that you mentioned I was doing my research and a previous interview with I think it was Vents in October um that this EP was the first time you guys have expanded into some sort of social commentary in your music so (laughs) what's that about?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're not um we're not normally uh, a political or you know, social commentary kind of band. We're definitely more escapism, you know. Yeah. listen to escape the world. But um, yeah, mindless our first single basically stemmed from a conversation I had two years ago with. With someone about um indigenous issues and uh stuff like that and then it kind of snowballed with follow-up conversations with other people and it's just kind of a a, a statement to say that you know ignorance on issues isn't okay anymore i yeah. think a lot of people a lot of people use that as like a cop-out later on and across a broad range of issues you know they um People often have opinions on things, whether it be, um, I don't know, uh, feminism or or climate change or like a whole range of stuff. Yeah. And they'll, they'll go into these beliefs and conversations without really doing any research on the issue or having any knowledge. And at this point in time, I think we're reaching a point where that's kind of not good enough anymore and you've got to actually... If, if you are going to have a view that is, you know, possibly somewhat harmful to other people, you've got to actually check yourself and make mm. sure that, um, you're not, you're not putting, uh, yourself in a position where you're, I guess, dragging other, other people down.
0: Yeah, for sure. I guess, well, you said it perfectly, that ignorance isn't an excuse anymore.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it came from a discussion around Indigenous issues two years ago, where um, they basically were listing all these things, and I was caught. I, I got to the point. It was the first time that I'd, I'd, I'd ever really called anyone out before. I think, mm. um, I think, you know, generally, and I used to. Um, just kind of avoid the topic, and if they started talking about you know something that I disagreed with, I would just let it go and say, "All right, well, they're in their own world." But I think we've gotten to a point as a probably a society where that's it's not uh, the best thing to do anymore. Just to let people continue on uh, believing what they believe and not not pulling them into check. So it's important to um, to always always call out your mates if they make a shitty comment Mm. or if they say something that's you know it's is not if from your moral standpoint is not okay it's it's important to make sure that's known because that's how people actually change their attitudes eventually
0: yeah kind of like the bystander effect
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's much harder. Yeah, it's much harder to call out your mates in a real life conversation than you know a random online kind of thing. So I think I think that's the that's the uh, next step to trying to um, bring everyone to a to a good place.
0: For sure. Absolutely. That's that's so cool to actually hear people talking about that now because I don't think like people do talk about a lot of serious topics in their music, but that specifically is really interesting to hear about.
1: Yeah, I think it was. Um, I guess I mean I'm I've come from obviously a very privileged uh, standpoint in the fact that you know I'm i I'm white I'm male I'm mm-hmm. hetero you know I've got all these things going for me um, and I was like I don't really want to I feel a bit um, a bit uh, of a hypocrite if I you know start like seeing about activism or anything like that. So I really tried to make sure that um, it was coming from my standpoint on what I can do on the issue and what I think a lot of other people around Australia and probably the rest of the world can can do to try and at least change the issue in
0: their own personal lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, sick. I might even actually see if you guys can come on or maybe you in particular can come on for a full episode because that would be so good to talk to, like, about in-depth. Um, yeah, within the industry.
1: Yeah, 100% would be completely up for that.
0: Amazing. We'll sort that when we can do a face-to-face maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, okay, so backtracking a little then. From the early days, you guys were signed in 2018 to Grace, Grayscale Records um, you had your debut, debut EP, I can't speak today, debut <laughs> EP, You Won't Come Home. Um, and I was doing a little bit of research on there too and you had Chris Vernon from Belhaven help record it. You had uh, guest vocals from Jake Wilson from Between You and Me. So it's safe to say that you've collaborated a decent amount with the local scene as well as Michaela for this new EP. Um, so do you personally prefer to work solo or collaborate or like what is that creative process for you?
1: I am personally all about collaboration. I think Australia, um, the Australian, you know, alternative music scene is probably one of the strongest in the in the world. Purely because we are isolated and we have to support each other and work with each other to build, you know, everyone up and bring bands up through the ranks. Mm. So I I, th- I think I'm I'm all for you know bringing people onto tracks and getting, getting your mates, you know, working and riding with you. Um, we, we recorded the EP with Jack Newland, who's in, um, Paradise Club and um, another great Aussie band. And so I think, yeah, that's that's probably one of the best things. It, it, it's at times difficult being a band in Australia because you see all these, you know, American tours and European tours and you're like, geez, they, there's so many opportunities over there and there's so many more dates and such a bigger audience yeah. purely because of the population. Yeah. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to, you know, drive nine hours to get to the next city that you could possibly... <laughs> Play a show in or anything like that. Um, But I think one of the strong things about the Australian community, and it's really been brought forward with, um, I guess, the internet and technology, which is very helpful, but um, it it is that it is quite literally a community and it has one of those, you know, small community feels. You know, people know each other, bands know each other. Um, It's all about support and when a a smaller artist you know comes into the mix that are really doing something amazing it's 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 not seen as you know oh no this other band's all of a sudden going to be doing like you know trying to compete for our gigs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that it's this is amazing let's you know work with them let's build them up let's play with them, tour with them, whatever it is, you know, I'm I'm all for that. And I think that's probably one of the best things about the Australian music scene.
0: Yeah. Um, I noticed when I was listening to Hollow, I think it was, I've got a a preview of the the EP here. Um, It really reminded me, and it's funny because you've got them on the bill with you this Saturday at Stay Gold Reside. It reminded me of their stuff. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, myself. So we, yeah, recorded our our um last EP with Chris Vernon from Bellhaven, and I know Reside have worked with yeah. Chris as well on a, on a few things. So I think that's where you know um things rub off on each other, and um I I love you know Reside's new um single Fallen and Liam's been in contact and he messaged me when our last EP came out was like, dude, I love Linger. And so it really is, you know, one of those things where bands will rub off on each other and can have a positive effect on each other um, to really create the best music possible.
0: Yeah, we chatted to the boys from Reside not long ago for an episode. And I think I think it was with them that we're talking about how the whole local community is so intertwined.
1: A hundred percent. Everyone, everyone knows. You know, everyone, yeah. um, especially you know, at least in in Melbourne, um, you kind of you you play a heap of shows, and then you kind of get to the point, and you're like, well, we'll just get the same bands back on these shows because yeah. because everyone's kind of connected with each other anyway. So yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, you guys, I also saw when I was, what was it? I don't think it's, it's been announced that Good Things is happening next year. Um, Yes. But- was it the first one last year or this year? I can't quite remember. My brain is mush. Um, but you guys were the opening set for that, right?
1: Yes, yes, we're, we were, Can claim that we were the first ever band to play Good Things yeah. in Melbourne in 2018. It must have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was one of the best highlights of of this band. I think is playing playing uh, that festival with so uh, so many other. Bands that we absolutely, you know, look up to and, you know, I guess idolise in a way. Um, mm. And it really, it really kind of showed us the ropes, and uh, it was a bit humbling realizing, you know, how how small you are in the in the. In the grand ske- scheme of things, when you have like bands like The Offspring and Stone Sour, mm. you know, headlining, and then you're on this over this opening slot on this massive stage that I've never even <laughs> we've never even practiced in a room that that's it's that big before. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a very surreal and humbling experience. But I would, yeah, more, I would love to do it again.
0: Hell yeah, bit bit nerve wracking. I don't doubt.
1: <laughs> yeah, very. Ner- I'm very glad that we. Uh, Were well, earlier on during the day because I don't know how I would have gone with uh, for the rest of the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I only caught part of the set myself, but it did sound amazing. I was so happy to see you guys up there.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that's something that good things have really pushed forward as well. Um, over at the last one as well they had all these they had a stage that was basically all the up and coming yeah. younger australian bands and i thought that was that was a really cool thing for them Is that to the one do that,
0: um yours truly played at the little one yeah, yeah. yours
1: truly win Waker, a grave mind all those guys played yeah. it and i thought yeah that was a really um really cool thing
0: that was so cool to see I love seeing the little guys get the support they need.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Although some of them I wouldn't call little guys anymore. I feel like
1: they're no, no. It's interesting. You saw you saw them play on like the uh, at least in Melbourne it was a smaller stage, and I was watching it. I was like, some of them could be you know on on the on the bigger stage by now. I yeah, think.
0: definitely. Um, and you guys, you've only been a band for a few years now, is that right? Like twenty eighteen, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. 2018 was kind of our yeah big yeah. debut EP thing.
0: Yeah. So how do you reflect on that time together? Is there anything big that you've learned that you would pass on to a newbie? Um,
1: I guess the most important thing is uh, enjoying what you're you're doing. I think I think we're all we're all mates from high school, so mm-hmm. we knew each other beforehand, and so it really it started very organically as a we're friends first and then we're a band second yeah. kind of thing, um, which is obviously different depending on, you know, how you, your band formed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that that is something that I f- think is – for us, for our relationship I guess at least is is very important there was a point in time where we kind of, you know, we got these big breaks and we started taking ourselves super seriously mm. and it got to a point where the band I mean we still loved it but the band just wasn't like as enjoyable and when it's not as enjoyable, you're not having as good of a time obviously and you know every time something doesn't go your way, you're like kicking yourselves and you're beating yourselves up about it and it just kind of got to a point where I think we collectively realised all at the same time, hey, you know, let's just take a chill pill, take a step back for a second. Let's just enjoy whatever happens. Um, We're just mates, you know, playing music and going on tours. And then as soon as that happened, everything just started falling into place. And as soon as we weren't having these grand expectations and, like, really being, I guess, putting the pressure on ourselves, everything... We started getting the tools that we wanted. We were getting the feedback that we wanted. We got the support that we wanted, um, and I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Especially with um, with years like this year, that really test your patience, and you can't yeah. you can't do anything. You, at the end of the day, you just got to say, "Well, hey, being a band is awesome, and whatever we're going to push it as hard as we can." Um, but at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens, and we're going to walk away from it whenever whenever we walk away from it being happy and content with what we did
0: yeah for sure and how have you been sort of managing the whole lockdown situation in that time
1: yeah it it got very difficult in around the august september period mm-hmm. i think at the start it was a bit it was a bit of blissful ignorance um towards the start and we said oh well we you know we had a tour booked for april and we we're like oh well we'll just have to push it back to you know october november or something and then we had a tour booked in october that's been pushed back to february and then pushed back to april and now we're just like what look it's it's a pain in the ass but we're in the exact same boat as every other you know band in australia right now so i think everyone's um Still, you know, remaining active, doing, you know, acoustic live stream. I know now we've got our first show, real-life show, um, this Saturday. And I know Sydney, obviously, and Brisbane have had a few going for a while. Um, And at the end of the day, just to say, everyone's in the same boat. You're not, you know, missing out on anything massive that other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just bide your time. Um, you know, work behind the scenes. I think we were lucky that we've been busy with this EP release as well that kind of filled in some gaps, which was nice. Um, but yeah, just bide your time, try and remain as active as possible um, but go easy on yourself because everyone's everyone's in the same boat.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and with that that uh, EP release this weekend, I'm actually going to be working on the door, so I'll see you there. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I was reading at the you mentioned that you wanted this EP to translate into the high energy live performances that you have, but this one's going to be a stripped back show. So how is that working?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not the uh, not the idea I guess that we had <laughs> when we were going into recording. We we wrote these songs basically for the live setting we said so we wanted yeah to obviously have a record that can be played front to back live and that yeah. people will jump around and sing along to every song um we've still got a, a full band setup, so we've got drums we've got electric guitar and bass and we've just got an acoustic as well um they're just going to be a bit more reimagined, um, so that um, I guess you can't have any dancing or moshing. So we're we're going for a bit more of the sing along vibe for this for this for this show at least. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, when you know restrictions lift on the whole whole movement thing, I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll play it uh, how how it's meant to be played. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's a bit like footloose at the moment. You can't really.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Breaking the law. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we had, because um, again, I'm working at Stay Gold, We had our first three gigs after we were allowed to, you know, open up again, and it was all seated. But they were all metal gigs, so we had drag and stuff playing.
1: Yeah, I did. We're we mates with, again. I was in music yeah. scene. We're <laughs> mates with the drag boys, and I said that was really, really weird. Yeah,
0: it was. <laughs> It it's strange. funny
1: as uh, yeah i think i think now it's a standing show it'll feel a lot a lot nicer but yep. yeah we were we were kind of at the point where you know we as soon as they said it was standing we had to discuss and said well should we play a full show but we said we, we want the, these songs to come out as as they're intended with you know physical interaction and mm. dancing around so we'll just we'll just bite our time and play them how they're meant to be played when we can
0: mm-hmm so what are you most looking forward to about the show now that those those plans have changed?
1: I'm just keen to have a beer with mates yeah. and go out, I think. The whole so- social aspect, I can't wait. Everyone's going to be there. We'll be, you know, gold is basically, you know, the stage and then the floor. So we'll be out with the crowd mm-hmm. during, during the night and chatting to our mates and having a beer and catching up because um, we haven't seen people in so long, obviously, if, yeah. because shows haven't been a thing. Um, so I think that's definitely one of the major things I'm looking forward to. I think we've also put a lot of effort into this reimagined set to make sure that it is still a special night and that it's it's not uh, going to fall flat or anything like that. I think people will walk away and say, well, you know, I didn't realise Stuck Out could, could, uh, <laughs> could do that kind of thing. So... Could could uh, turn the volume down at least, so yep. um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what the feedback is. But yeah, we're very keen um, to finally play play music again.
0: Have you got a, a favourite track on the new EP?
1: My favourite track would be Inverse. I think. I yeah. think it's just so much fun to play it live. It's just a you know head banging rock song. Yeah. That. Um, I think people will really get get into when they can when they can come see it live
0: in its full form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, sick. Um, well, that's all I've got. Did you have any like last you know final words you wanted to mention?
1: Um, no, the just pre order the pre order the EP comes out this this Friday or oh, well yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> grab some vinyl, some merch for you for your fam for Christmas and uh, if you're free tonight come down to the gig
0: yeah true good timing (laughs) yeah Um, okay cool and one thing we like to ask everyone I don't know if you've prepared or not but uh, top three Aussie acts at the moment
1: top three Aussie acts at the moment yeah well I think going back because it is at the moment going back a bit powder finger back and mm-hmm. i'm really happy about that yep. i think that's one of the the highlights for me my uh, my second one would probably be alpha wolf they've definitely mm-hmm. been in my my top played this year with um the quiet place to die i thought that that record was really really impressive mm-hmm. and then the last one we'll go with uh the mates yours truly because yeah. they're genuine good guys and they're blowing up all around the world at the moment so I can't wait to see what to, what eventuates when they can finally get back out there and kill it in the States and Europe
0: hell yeah I'm so keen I'm so it's so cool to see more female fronted you know pop punk rock bands coming out
1: they're they're blowing up at the moment and I'm, I'm really really stoked on it yeah because it's all it's just all good music
0: Yeah. I don't think there's a bad track yet no Okay, amazing. Well, thank you for talking to me at work. Um, (laughs) Oh, good. Get back to it, Um, and I'll see you Saturday.
1: Thank you so much. See you Saturday. See ya. Cheers, mate.